Lives of the Saints with Reflections for Every Day of the Year by Rev. Alban Butler February 23rd, St. Peter Damien St. Peter Damien was born in 988 and lost both parents at an early age. His eldest brother, in whose hands he was left, treated him so cruelly that a younger brother, a priest, moved by his piteous state, sent him to the University of Parma, where he acquired great distinction. His studies were sanctified by vigils, fasts, and prayers, till at last, thinking that all this was only serving God by halves, he resolved to leave the world. He joined the monks at Font Avellano, then in the greatest repute, and by his wisdom and sanctity rose to be superior. He was employed on the most delicate and difficult missions, among others the reform of ecclesiastical communities, which was affected by his zeal. Seven popes in succession made him their constant adviser, and he was at last created Cardinal Bishop of Ostia. He withstood Henry the Fourth of Germany, and laboured in defence of Alexander the Second against the anti-pope, whom he forced to yield and seek for pardon. He was charged, as papal legate, with the repression of simony, again was commissioned to settle discords among various bishops, and finally, in 1072, to adjust the affairs of the Church of Ravenna. He was laid low by a fever on his homeward journey, and died at Faenza, in a monastery of his order, on the eighth day of his sickness, while the monks chanted matins around him. Reflection The saints studied, not in order to be counted learned, but to become perfect. This only is wisdom and true greatness, to account ourselves as ignorant, and to adhere in all things to the teachings and instincts of the Church. St. Serenus, a gardener, martyr, Serenus was by birth a Grecian. He quitted a state, friends, and country to serve God in celibacy, penance, and prayer. With this design, he bought a garden in Sirmium in Pannonina, which he cultivated with his own hands, and lived on the fruits and herbs it procured. One day there came thither a woman with her two daughters. Serenus, seeing them come up, advised them to withdraw, and to conduct themselves in future as decency required in persons of their sex and condition. The woman, stung at our saint's charitable remonstrance, retired in confusion, but resolved on revenging the supposed affront. She accordingly wrote to her husband that Serenus had insulted her. He, on receiving her letter, went to the emperor to demand justice, whereupon the emperor gave him a letter to the governor of the province to enable him to obtain satisfaction. The governor ordered Serenus to be immediately brought before him. Serenus, on hearing the charge, answered, I remember that, some time ago, a lady came into my garden at an unseasonable hour, and I own I took the liberty to tell her it was against decency for one of her sex and quality to be abroad at such an hour. This plea of Serenus, having put the officer to the blush for his wife's conduct, he dropped his prosecution. But the governor, suspecting by this answer that Serenus might be a Christian, began to question him, saying, Who are you, and what is your religion? Serenus, without hesitating one moment, answered, I am a Christian. It seemed a while ago as if God rejected me as a stone unfit to enter his building, but he has the goodness to take me now to be placed in it. I am ready to suffer all things for his name, that I may have a part in his kingdom with his saints. The governor, hearing this, burst into rage and said, Since you sought to elude by flight the emperor's edicts, and have positively refused to sacrifice to the gods, I condemn you for these crimes to lose your head. The sentence was no sooner pronounced than the saint was carried off and beheaded on the 23rd of February in 307. 
Reflection. The garden affords a beautiful emblem of a Christian's continual progress in the path of virtue. Plants always mount upwards and never stop in their growth till they have attained to that maturity which the author of nature has prescribed. So in a Christian everything ought to carry him toward that perfection which the sanctity of his state requires, and every desire of his soul, every action of his life should be a step advancing to this in a direct line. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese.